Buenos dias. Good morning. Selamat pagi. Shalom. Kelai Vanakam. A very warm welcome to episode 17 of Spotikers podcast. Mis amigos, you've heard correctly. It's time for some action. Some extreme adrenaline action. In today's episode, we'll be interviewing a goal-minded, vigilant and a hungry to make this sport part of our nation. But one of the best attributes that define him is daring. As this last attribute is very important to remain standing till the very end in mountain biking. We have none other than Rodolfo who initiated his path in the world of mountain biking 10 years ago. He started riding with a group of friends who he actually met while buying his first mountain bike and ever since then his group of friends and him the free riders unleashed have been accomplishing achievements on difficult terrains in Singapore and Southeast Asia. We will get to know more about the mountain biking scene in Singapore in just two ticks. But before we engage with Rodolfo, let's learn what is mountain biking. Mountain biking is a modern activity consisting of various off-road cycling disciplines. Participation varies from cycling on bridleways and canal towpaths to more hazardous and challenging riding on extreme terrains. But Did you know in 1886 the US Army was the first one to use off-road bicycles to replace horses. Bicycles had big advantage compared to horses as they did not get ill, need feeding or die in a battle. Furthermore, they were inexpensive compared to horses. These bikes were made with a typical rigid frame and forks. Their simplicity made them incredibly reliable and was popular with the troops of the day. Again, that was a brief introduction story to the sport. But now, let's get in depth with Rodolfo, who will be sharing some exciting insights on this sport. Good morning, Dolph. How have you been? Hope you and your family have been staying safe and keeping healthy. Yes, they have been, fortunately. Great, great to hear that. Dolph, first of all, thanks for granting out some time for Sportica's SG from your busy schedule. My pleasure. And of course, accepting the invitation to come down and meet me for this incredible opportunity that we have today to build awareness for this unique sport, despite of course the COVID nineteen precautions that we all must take care of. Dolph, a quick round of warm up questions. All right. Mm, yeah. So I mean, sure. How did you get into into this sport? I mean, mountain bike. Mm. How did you get into the sport? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, it was a decision I made in twenty twelve, around ten years ago. Um, it was a choice between getting a motorcycle or a bicycle for leisure. Maybe <laughs> you know, yeah, Sunday rides and stuff. Okay. Anyway, so I in the end I chose to get a bicycle instead because um, I thought, well, why not? I can explore more places on a bicycle than a motorcycle. You know. So that was my the reason why I got a bicycle instead. Nice. Yeah. Again, you know, I mean, also you've known that cycling has become one of the sports of the pandemic. I mean, nowadays. Every single household has at least two bicycles, or even a family of four. Mm. Everyone has bicycles. Yep. But most importantly, have you seen more and more people engaging in what you do, mountain riding? 
Yes, most definitely. During the weekends at some places, actually, I've noticed queues actually start at 6.30am in the morning just so they can get a lot just outside the cycling trails. Uh, this is uh, uh, chestnut trails, yeah? And it's jam-packed. You get riders, young, old, male, female, local, even foreigners. You know, they go to the man-made trails to get their mountain biking fix. Wow, lovely. I mean, is that where is your favourite uh, local trail to hit? I mean, is that where you actually train? Mm, actually, my yeah, one of my favourites, um, but uh, my all-time favourite is actually not on the map. It's not a, in the map. Yes. Oh. Secret, secret. Secret. Uh, yep. So are you going to tell our listeners today where mm. it is? Will that secret uh, be revealed today? No. Um, it's a secret. Oh. So, you know, um, but if you're really interested, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Dolph, D-O-L-F 46. And maybe we can go cycle together. Perfect. Lovely. Please do check him out. We need some followers. Yep. Again, Dolph. Where can I buy a nice mountain bike? I mean, I've seen yours, man, and trust me, that is a beast. So, <laughs> where can I get one similar? I mean, I will try and save up some money, but yeah, I wanna. I mean, looking at yours, I was like, I need that. Oh, cool, man. Thanks. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, now these now these the best places to get bikes. Uh, unfortunately, online. And you, you know, you can't touch them. You can't actually physically see them in person. But if you, you know, prefer to have a hands-on before you get your bike, you know, the places you can go to like Emmanuel Cycles, Radical Velo Singapore, Unsprung, Attitude Bikes, you know, these are the few places you can actually purchase your bike as well as the accessories and parts. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Why online? I mean, have you been seeing a lot of people engaging now online because it's easy and accessible or cheaper or I mean I would still want to have a test ride mm -hmm. like any other if I'm buying a car yes. or a bike I would like to test ride it I mean why do you think people are is it because it's more accessible more easier to just buy it online and get it shipped over yes definitely and uh, the prices are very competitive nowadays online what we actually do is like we borrow a friend's bike of that particular model and brand and then we test it out and if you like it then we just buy it online Okay, lovely. Well, as I mean, I do encourage people buying online, but I encourage people to buy from yeah, our local. local uh, exactly. Let's support our local bicycle shops. As Dolph mm -hmm. mentioned, a few of the names, we should support all these shops, you know. Let's do our part as a nation. Dolph, have we, has Singapore experienced any event with mountain biking yet? I mean, mm. has there been any event for mountain bikers yet over here in Singapore? Yeah, there have been quite a few, like uh, downhill races. But unfortunately, due to COVID, uh, they've been postponed or cancelled. But one in particular that actually comes to mind is, uh, is one that I've joined in the past. And I've actually um, <laughs> won two second places during the event itself. Uh, overall second and uh, best trick second place. And this is at Adros Bike Park. And... Those guys there are the coolest guys ever, and they have the only airbag that um, you can use to practice your skills for free ride and uh, learn tricks in a safe manner, and not you know getting seriously hurt by if you if you do so like you know if you do on dirt, uh, there's a very high chance you can get injured. But on an airbag, very minimal chance. And this is Adros Bike Park, and hi guys. Singapore safety is top-notch. So I would say Airdros is basically the place to practice. I will stop you there. I mean, you just said you were the second overall 
in tricks. Yeah. Yeah. How? Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. That's yeah. amazing. I um, mean, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Actually, I learned to do all those tricks at Adros, and they they actually coached me as well. Um, so what I did was a backflip, a suicide no-hander, tabletop, things that um, you see in a Red Bull slope-style events that is held you know, around the world, especially in Whistler in Canada. Yeah, and these are the tricks that I've learned over at Adros. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it helped me to get second place. Nice. Fortunately, yeah. I need to come and learn with you, man. Oh, I'll, for I'll come sure. Soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do a double backflip. Yeah. <laughs> One up me, man. Oh, positive mindset, positive mindset. <laughs> Great. Again, Dolph, in what ways do you think that mountain biking has actually changed in the past few years? I mean, how long have you been riding for? And mm-hmm. how, from your time to now, currently, mm-hmm. has there been any changes? Um, yes, actually, I, I'm quite a newbie um, in the sense that I know a lot of riders that have been riding since they were children, at a very young age. I started when I was 36, 10 years ago. I'm 46. Um, so, firstly, one of the most significant changes was the tire size. My friends and I started with 26 inch wheels, okay? And after a while, the industry actually introduced new 27.5 inch wheels, also known as 650B or 650B plus, uh, being the extra fat 27.5 wheels. So then after that, not too long, they introduced the 29 inch wheels. So this all happened within the last 10 years. And so now 26ers are actually old school, obsolete to a, to a, certain, uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. And 27.5s and 29ers are the new norm. Okay. Yeah. What's, the, I mean, what's the difference? Okay. Um, for 26ers, uh, they're more agile, definitely in the air for tricks. Whereas the 27.5s are not as agile, but they have better rolling speed over rocks and obstacles. And 29ers, uh, more so. Yeah, and Same as the previous one. Yeah, and um, so 20, 27.5s and 29ers are the new norm. Uh, 26ers, you know, they're, they're obsolete to the point where if you want to buy tubes, inner tubes for the tires, you have a bit of a problem. Yeah. Okay, interesting, yeah. interesting. Dolph. Yo. Technology, mm. you know, everywhere, everything now is evolved through technology, right? Okay. Has this also penetrated the mountain biking, the sector? Yes, definitely. Technology. Oh, what can I, what can I say, man? I think they're, they're doing this just to get your money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mountain biking technology has changed drastically, actually. Suspension travel, mostly, has decreased due to improvement in fork and rear shock technology. The air shock this has actually improved leaps and bounds, okay? In the sense that um, you can, you used, we used to ride 200 ml, uh, 200 ml, 200 mm suspension travel bikes. Now we're actually riding 160 mm travel bikes because the, the technology has increased drastically. Wow. And yeah, and uh, wow, there's so much more to talk about technology. Weight reduction, carbon fiber technology has been introduced. Lots of people actually transitioning from um, aluminium frames to carbon fiber frames. Okay, oh, wow, so much more, man. Uh, dropper posts. You know, when you, your, your post, your seat height can actually just um, increase and decrease at a press of a button. And now, even more so with electronic technology, they actually, um, it's all Bluetooth wire, you know, no, no wires involved, all Bluetooth. 
And yeah, they've actually developed this technology for mountain biking. Great. Dolph, Yo. coming to my last two questions of the night. Okay. <laughs> what is the most achievable experience and mm. your worst nightmare? Mm, interesting. This, um, this actually is my favorite question. Okay, first of all, uh, let's go to the positive. Okay, uh, my most ex uh, memorable and uh, achievable experience was my first backflip, obviously, and this was done in Chiang Mai Bike Park, I think in I think in twenty seventeen. Um, I, I never thought I actually wanted would do, ever do a backflip, and on that day, with being so stoked with all my friends, in you know in Chiang Mai and with the encouragement on my third try, I actually accomplished doing my first backflip, and I was over the moon. Wow! Yeah. And um, the other one would be winning, of course, like I mentioned earlier, two second places at Adros Bike Park Competition, one for overall and one for best trick. Uh, winning fifth place in a DH downhill race in Indonesia, my, in Dangas. Okay. This was a well, milestone, my first actual medal. And another one, would, lastly, would be making the top 30 in the Red Bull Dark Knights competition held at the Singapore Indo Stadium a few years ago. Wow! So yeah, so basically um, being in the top 30, I was one of the only 30 riders in Singapore to actually do that competition in the dark at night. Oof. Yeah, it's a really unique event. Wow, did you use any kind of night vision? <laughs> uh, no, we just basically uh, normal torches on your, on your helmet and your handlebars and you just drop like two meters into darkness. Wow. Yeah, the last the last drop, which is the biggest feature over there. What's the biggest feature over there? Yeah. Yeah. Actually that sums it up. Maybe a few more, I can't remember. Nice, <laughs> nice. And your worst nightmare. Ooh, okay. First of all, injuries. Okay. Um, I dislocated my shoulder, I broke my collarbone. Uh, these were two injuries that taught me a lot. And during the recovery period actually I did a lot of research and I definitely improved due to these two injuries, um, learning how to uh, calculate things in a safer manner, you know, being, um, being less gung-ho and uh, thinking more about my safety and uh, cultivating my, my skills in mountain biking. Great. Yeah. Great. And the most memorable uh, or incident that I would love to forget actually <laughs> was uh, <laughs> losing one of... Uh, potential medal position, medal winning position in a, an Indonesian downhill race. I was, you know, I was so stoked and the last feature was a massive wall ride. So you're actually riding on a wall and making a, a hairpin turn at a high speeds. And I crashed. And that was only like 10 meters from the finish line. And the whole crowd was cheering and all of a sudden everything went silent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I crashed and I lost a, very, a potential uh, medal winning position oh, right dear. in front of all of them. That oh, was a dear. nightmare for me, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> but hey, look, most important, you're safe and sound, yeah, yeah, healthy, yeah. and you know yeah. what, I believe after once this COVID situation cools down a bit more, we're gonna see you back in action. Right? Yeah, man. Overseas riding uh, for free riding and downhill is is what we all live for. Yeah. Great, great. Dolph. Yo. My last question for tonight. Yeah. What is one important lesson that you've learned from your current time as a rider? Well, uh, one. There's so many. I so much I've learned. Basically, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna this uh, offhand, I'm gonna tell you. 
Oh, it, it helped, it cured me for, for my depression. I was depressed at a certain stage and this cured me for my depression. And this being that I got back to nature, I got back to the basics of life. And I met so many wonderful, sincere people that I will, I think, I'll remember till the day I die. And they will probably be with me till the day I die. And it's, 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 it's so funny. Just going, buying a bicycle 10 years ago, you know, uh, not, not thinking too much about it. And I met, I just met one person and then I met another and then I met a group and then we started doing this and small little baby steps. And now I'm doing like three meter drops and going to other countries and riding down the mountains and stuff. And going back to basics and making and meeting the best people in the world. These are, this is the lesson that I've learned. Go back to basics. Don't have to be, you know, make life so complicated. Go back to basics. Surround yourself with positive thinking people, like-minded people that just want to live life to the fullest. You know, no materialism, no politics, all that, all that just uh, ruins everything. Yeah, that's you're why I've your, learned. You're in your heaven moment. Yeah, and I've been like that for a long time um, because of mountain biking. And it's still coming and coming. And so many more, more things to be done, more places to explore, more people to meet more things to achieve, all because of a bicycle. And it's, it's so amazing. And I always tell this to people. Keep it simple. Go back to basics. You know, take baby steps. And then eventually you, you achieve your, your goal. Wonderful words there, Dolph. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Dolph, once again, thank you for having us tonight at Sportico's SG. It's been a My lovely pleasure. pleasure. My pleasure. We, as our nation, we need to do our part because we are the audience. Thanks to you. There is sports. Thanks to sports, there's mountain bike. Thanks to mountain bike, there's Dolph. Thank okay? you very much. So we need to do our part thank you, thank and you. start building some awareness for mountain biking, guys. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you so much, Dolph. Cheers. Have lovely having you today in our podcast. Okay, thank you very much. A big shout out to the Mountain Bike Association, also known as MBASG was a recently formed association by a group of volunteers who felt strongly about trail advocacy in Singapore. MBASG seeks to serve a link between the National Park Boards and the mountain biking community to promote responsible conduct amongst mountain bikers in Singapore and of course, to build a foundation guideline for the upcoming youth. Sportica's SG would like to mention Emmanuel Cycles who are affiliated with DMR Bikes as the main sponsor for our staff tonight. Of course, Rodolfo also would like to thank and mention designated places like Airdross Park and Radical Veloz SG. Also a number of Facebook groups who are affiliated with Dolph. Freeriders Unleashed, Team Amaza Dev, Wolfpack Jalit and Dark Belt Logs. Dolph does have an active mountain biking scene. So as he mentioned, drop him a DM on his Instagram and he will be very happy to guide you. In my recent episodes, I've mentioned the importance we fans have to make a huge difference in the sport. As without your support, there is no sport. So remember guys, we are the audience. Hashtag it. And that's a wrap, mis amigos. Gracias for tuning in today. For further queries about mountain biking, reach out to Dolph via Instagram or Mountain Bike Association via the website or drop us an email at 
spoticussg at gmail.com and we shall do our very best to answer you. Please do like us and share us on Facebook and Instagram. Spoticussg. In the meanwhile, stay safe and keep healthy, amigos.